0: Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukaki, your host. After escaping the city of Neverwinter, our heroes have been enslaved on the high seas. But they've allied with the tiefling Bartholomew Kent and are planning a mutiny during a fake fight between Barty and Butthole. But when will Quinny trigger the revolt? Could Butthole accidentally kill their newest friend? Would Bartholomew kill Butthole? Find
1: up next on Dum Dumbs and Dragons. From up top, you hear someone yell, This fight sucks! We want blood! And one of the soldiers throws a sword. <gasps> Down into the pit. I'm Trogdor good. is like, you motherfucker, no! Where where
0: I'm laying on the floor, I reach out with the hand and I grab the sword. And then I do like the weirdest move that I've invented. I call it the Goblin Junior. Uh, and oh, what I no. do is throw my 240-pound body directly into our friend's shins to knock <laughs> Bartholomew over. And then I just <laughs> I pull the punch, but I crack him one in the face with the handguard yep. of the sword. Because we need some blood.
1: So uh, Bartholomew, you get punched in the face by a sword hilt. Ow. Uh, what do you do?
2: Uh, my nose starts bleeding. hmm And I'm like, oh, you fucking did it now, <laughs> bitch.
1: <laughs> How badly do you want that sword? Real bad. All right. Can you roll me a dexterity check, please? Natural one. <laughs> oh. You reach for the sword and Butthole, attempting to be helpful, pushes the sword towards you. And you cut your hand real bad. Uh, so you're going to take four points of damage. So at that point, I give
0: Bartholomew the nod for a headbutt. So he gives me like a clean headbutt with just his forehead. But while I stagger away, I take the sword and I cut my scalp, like old school, like where you could do that little slit. <laughs> and it just like my face is covered in blood now. So they're getting their like sick kick ass.
3: Yeah, fight. They're,
1: they're applauding. Nice. And the crowd seems into it. Trogdor is, is just
3: whooping and cheering from <laughs> way <laughs> up in the crow's nest. Trogdor is slightly Kill less him. pissed.
0: Kill him! <laughs> Then I, I put my <laughs> hand to my face and it comes away bloody and I just look at Bartholomew and I roar and I throw the sword down beside me and I just do like a full body tackle, like a spear. I am Brock Lesnar spearing <laughs> the ship. Uh
1: Bartholomew, Adam you going stand for that?
2: Absolutely not. Okay,
1: uh, so roll me an uh, acrobatics check to get out of the way and then tell me what you do.
2: 16 total.
1: Butthole, can you roll me an athletics check, please? Natural twenty. So um, Bartholomew, you're used to being able to leap handily out of the way of things, but Butthole leaps Brock Lesnar style, and as we know, you can't beat the beast. So he uh, he I don't uh, know any of these references.
4: That's, that's but for that's our okay. five
1: wrestling fans out there. He leaps soundly into you and uh, like full shoulder pounds you into the ground, and I think gives you a thumbs up. Like, are you actually oh, you mad? That?
0: No, no, no. I'm not mad. I'm totally fine. For me, I'm not aware that Bartholomew has been hurt. <laughs> I think this is all sick play acting.
1: Yeah, that really hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, you don't take any damage, but like...
2: No, I'm pissed.
1: It's like you got hit by a bull. <laughs> I look up at Quinny because we're going to have to
0: end this soon. And if we have a winner, there's going to be a lot less chaos. Oh so then I, I lean over to Barney. waiting for the signal. And I'm like, play dead for a second. And I get up and then I stand over Bartholomew and I kick one foot, not into him, but just below the one shoulder. And I reach up as though I had an elbow pad on my right arm. (laughs) And I pull it off and throw it away. And then I point at the sky at Quinny. Then I swing my arms back and forth. And I'm, I'm doing what I call in my head Moonhammer's elbow. But in this... It's just called the pirate's elbow. So I run to one end of the crowd and I like shoulder bump off of one of the guys with a cutlass, and then I run over and jump Bartholomew's body again, and I bump another guard, and I fucking point at Quinny again while running over, and then I do like a sick kick, and I fall and pretend to slam an elbow into Bartholomew, but I don't, and he just writhes like crazy, and the crowd goes nuts. Can you, uh, can you? Hold oh me yeah, definitely get check, please. Him.
1: That's it. Four total. <laughs> Can you roll me a d4, please? (laughs) That's a one. And what's your strength? It's a three
0: total if we're adding strength.
1: Yep. So uh, Bartholomew, the good news is you don't need to act too hard because he elbow drops you uh, and you take three points of damage. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
3: for fuck's sake. Yeah, Quinny really wanted to watch Bartholomew beat the shit out of Butthole, but it's just not going that way. So (laughs) Quinny unloads the first cannonball, whips it down at the back of Trogdor's Okay, so let's make that a ranged attack. Yeah.
1: 17. Uh, you'll hit barely. So Does it count as a, a sneak attack? No, it doesn't count <laughs> as a sneak attack. Uh, roll me a d6. Six.
0: Does he get a bonus for how hard it was thrown and from how high up it's falling?
1: <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> That's okay. I'm not trying to kill him. Yeah, why try to kill the guy? Not, not now, not like this. I need to embarrass him. Not like this. <laughs> <Yeah>.
5: <laughs> oh, it's a full
3: psychopath play. Oh, okay, yeah, one yeah, more. Yeah. No, he petrified Captain Nakayanga-yung and dropped her to the bottom of the ocean. Beloved NPC of many
1: episodes of Nakayanga-yung. A smuggler, someone who I appreciate and respect, so yeah. Trogdor glares up at you, and he's not sure if that was just like, it was an accident or what happened. I hold up a
3: second cannonball, and I'm full on Kevin McAllister <laughs> in Home Alone 2, just oh. like, this is my last cannonball, I'm really scared. Meanwhile, I've got like eight more cannons. Cannonballs at least ready to go. So Trogdor
1: roars out in rage
5: Treachery! Kill them all!
1: And you see the Corsairs turn and start like moving quickly on uh, the slaves who are there and start to uh, start killing.
0: Kill them all? This guy's an asshole. Yes, <laughs> that's what I, I look at Barty and I just like, this guy's an asshole. let that's all roll initiative then? Okay.
2: 18 total for me,
0: 13. Total.
2: 21 total. Nice.
1: Uh, <laughs> I look at Bartholomew and go, you get the sword. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I got a nine. Bartholomew, you're up first. So the sword is still in the dirt. Trogdor is yelling orders to uh, kill the slaves and he's uh, you know, reaching for his sword. I'm going to run for that sword. i say with your movement, you're able to grab the sword and rush Trogdor if you want.
2: Let's go for it. Great. I got a sword in my hand. I'm ready.
1: Feels good. It's the first time you've had a yeah. sword in a really in long, a long time. long time. Feels right. Uh, feels like it might be time for some swashing. <laughs> <laughs> and some buckling. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you rush up to Trogdor. You caught him unawares, so I'm going to give you advantage. Because you're a swashbuckler on your first attack, if none of your friends are around, which they aren't, you get to add additional damage if you hit. Plus, you do have your six swashing points. So <laughs> feel free to use any of the skills that are on your uh, your other sheet there. So for those of you listening at home, Bartholomew is a swashbuckler, which is a combination of rules that Wizards of the Coast released, as well as some homebrew ones I found online. So uh, get ready for some some craziness. So D20 plus eight.
2: Seven. Seven, oh, and wait. you're
1: rolling an advantage, so you get to roll twice. Six. Fifteen, 15 on the first one will 14. not hit. Uh, roll your second attack.
2: Fourteen plus eight.
1: Yep. So Twenty-two. That, that'll hit. Wait. Seven. Seven points of damage. Do you want to use a swashing point to have an additional effect?
2: Sure. Disarm.
1: Great. What does disarm do? Can you read the um, uh, thing when, out for us?
2: Whenever you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you may expend one swashing point to attempt to disarm the target, forcing it to drop one item of your choice that it's holding. The target must make a strength saving throw against your attack roll. On a failed save, it drops the object you choose.
1: Great. So I have to beat uh, 22 was your attack roll, I think? Yes. Strength. He does not, so you masterfully strike him with your saber and as he's sort of pulling out his long sword, which you've seen him do enough times, know his style, kind of wrap the blade around it and whip it off into the crowd. Trogdor looks uh
2: oh, hell yeah.
1: Horrified <laughs> and amazed. It says you dare face trogdor the burninator (laughs) i will burninate all the peasants and their thatched roof cottages that brings us to trogdor so trogdor finds himself without a sword so he's going to use his action to grab the sword of the guy next to him and throw him into the pit so now he has a sword but he used his action to grab it he's like you and i shall fight so he seems excited to duel you which brings us to alan
4: i want to ask goblin jr be like distract distract trogdor like just like Go go crazy right next to him And I just want him to be like You know Barking and snapping And all that stuff And it can be You know
0: He can tackle oh, he do He's okay. done that shit okay. Like he'll okay. fucking get in there Cause like he'll throw down And give you advantage That's okay. what you want That's
4: what I want I want to get the key Off of Trogdor If I can
1: Okay cool Goblin Jr. is like Yar starve uh,
0: cause, <laughs> Cause he's picked Yar, up Pirate snarf.
1: too. So he uh, sort of starts snapping at Trogdor's feet. Trogdor's still trying to wrestle a sword out of the guy's Mm -hmm. hand. The Corsair wants to keep his sword, obviously. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you advantage on a sleight of hand check to try and get the key off Trogdor.
4: 15 total.
1: You kind of like dart forward and you don't normally steal stuff Mm -hmm. other than, you know, those herbs from way back. You manage to like dart your hand in and through. Mm -hmm. You sort of grab hold of the key and you pull and you realize that it's actually, you've always seen it kind of like bouncing at his neck. It's not actually hung off a necklace. It's actually a piercing that he's got. Ew. So you start to pull, but his skin is real tough. Almost I rolled a critical against yours tough. (laughs) Um, Oh, no. And uh, you realize that it's actually very, very hard to get off. Off. at least while well, he's alive All that still right. falls in line with my ultimate plan for him so that's fine I mean
4: does he notice?
1: oh yeah he notices but also again he's he's mostly concerned that someone managed to disarm him of a greatsword right. he hasn't fought anyone in combat in a long time who's good um. what's the piercing attached to? well it's like under like a scale like it's it's just it's in there I mean you okay, could probably so not off. like a nipple or no, something. I know you don't have nipple, nipple. <laughs> you're not getting nipple today <laughs> yeah yeah he's just that's his thing
4: I want to plead with Trogdor I want to try this Blink's not here yet. This is crazy. You need magic to control everyone. Please, I just need you to get this collar off me for a second. You know, like I'm traveling roll with you guys. Roll me Bonded, check. eight total.
5: Slaves are cheap. <laughs> oh, fuck. And
1: he uh, opens his mouth and breathes fire on you. <laughs> oh
4: God damn
1: it! So uh, I need you to roll me a dexterity save.
4: 17 total.
1: So Fuck. you'll uh, succeed in leaping aside. You still take half damage. Take 11 points of damage. Okay. As you're like, you know, patting the fire off your arms, mm-hmm. you start to feel the pulsing of the spell that's coming. Which brings us to... Nothing I can fucking do bubble. about it. Well, this plan's gone to fucking shit. With one word, or two words, I guess,
3: because kill them is one. Yeah, kill them well, all. Well, kill them all That's yeah. a
0: real problem yeah. for us. Uh, the oarsmen are still strapped downstairs. Yep. Fuck. Okay, so we've got the uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> fucking Trogdor. He threw the dude into the pit. Yeah. So he so that sort of guy. That me. dickheads beside me. Yep. Yeah. Does that guy have keys, like to the oarsman or um, the armoury? Sure.
1: Yeah, I'd say to the, the oarsman, not the armoury.
0: Are any of my Yevgenoviches around?
1: Sure, I'll give you one.
0: So I'm gonna look at that Yevgenovich and I'm gonna look at the guy on the ground beside me and I'm gonna say he's hurt. I'll help him, and then I'm going to pick him up and just run him down and out of the combat area into where, like, the oarsmen are downstairs.
1: So your uh, pseudo-Yevgenovich just nods. And he's like, that tracks.
0: <laughs> Great. So once I'm downstairs with this unconscious guy, I'm going to take the keys off him, mm-hmm. and I'm going to unshackle the biggest oarsman. and I'm just like, keep going down the line. We're going to rush him. And then is there a key to, like, the armory or anything? Is it down there or No. No.
1: You could try and brute force the armory door if you want.
0: I'm going to, yeah. Then I'm going to give him the key. He turns it in. I'm like, get the rest of them. And then I just look down the length of the room and I see the armory at the back. And I just like start like huffing it in. And then I I manage just through pure, absolute faith, no magical help. I just start farting and inhaling it. And then I just start running at top speed, all 240 pounds of me down this, this aisle. And I turn, and I actually clear the floor. Like, it's full, <laughs> just pure shoulder
1: right I'm into imagining this. imagining with, like, the uh, the million-dollar man. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Roll me, let's uh, say, in athletics. I think that's 12 total. You throw yourself majestically at this door. The death wind is built strong, but that's a lot of you. You feel the door kind of crack and splinter under your weight. It hasn't broken open, but uh, you feel like you've damaged it very severely. A few more hits probably do it. I look back at the oarsman, and I'm like, Gonna need a minute (laughs) Uh, But don't let anybody else fucking in here Well as you see him like going around trying to Unlock people you see Corsairs dropping Down with weapons uh Quinny uh, Are there any Corsairs near me up up there in the
3: rigging Yeah there's one with you he's like dude what the fuck Has he got a sword sure I'm taking that sword Okay uh (laughs) sleight of hand sir that's a natural twenty. Do you want to push more over the edge too? Yeah, I'd like to take my cannonball and like toss it into his arms and say catch, and he like loses the sword <laughs> as he gets. and I grab it out and I just push him over the edge as he holds onto a cannonball. He has
1: a Wilheim scream like, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. He kills a guy when he lands too. So spectacular. Uh, maybe two. You have a sword. You're up top. I'm gonna swing down our Blink's quarters above the
1: deck, or is, does Blink stay below deck? So basically, the way the ship works, there are three decks. Right. The top deck, second deck would be where proper crew quarters are. Mm-hmm. So Blink and the Corsairs. Under that is the sort of galley where uh, the oars are. Then I want to fast
3: probe down straight to the second deck and make my way towards Blink's
1: okay, quarters. Okay, can you roll me an acrobatics check? 22. You fast rope right down that. It's just classic rappelling style. Yeah, yeah. So you land on that deck. Can um, I take a bonus action to now dash and cover more distance? Sure. I'll let you get to Link's chamber if you want. Great. I would love that. Top okay. of the round. Bartholomew. Trogdor is uh, is looking at you with rage, but also a good degree respect. of professional respect in his eyes. <laughs> and in fact, you get the sense that the only reason he like breathed fire on Alan was like, we're having a duel here. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? he has a sword in his giant beefy arm. It looks kind of hilarious. Like it looks like a dagger in his arm. What do you do? Can we duel? Yeah, we can absolutely duel. So you get two attacks. So 20 and 22, both of those will hit.
2: 19. damn.
1: 19 points of damage. So is that
0: plus four on both attacks if they're separate attacks? Oh yes it is. So that
1: would be.
2: 23.
5: <laughs>
1: Hiya, Jackie. Uh, Trogdor, you know, he holds out his sword. He's like, you and I shall duel. And you're like, cool. So you knock his sword aside and you just like cross slash him very effectively. And he kind of looks down at the huge rents you've torn in his chest. Start gushing blood. Didn't cut off the key, though, before you bastards start looking for additional advantage. And he kind of like looks up with a mix of awe and excitement. He's kind of like, finally, a fight worth having. But yeah, you, uh, you you just cut his HP in half. Do you have any uh, swashing you'd like to do?
2: I don't know. I think I can save these. He doesn't he'd seem to be
0: doing too well. Oh, he's a
1: pushover now? <laughs> <laughs> That's my Barty getting cocky. Uh, well, now it's his turn. So he, he looks down at the blood and uh, again at you and he laughs. And he'll take two swings with his uh, his cutlass. Two will hit. But you feel very lucky that he's not wielding his normal weapon because otherwise one of those would have been a critical So he will deal you 12 points of damage. However, because you're a sneaky, sneaky rogue, you can use your... Uncanny Dodge? To take half damage from one of those. From 12 to 9? Yeah, 12 to 9. Thank you. So basically, he, like, swings forward with his sword. You get the sense he's not nearly as good swinging a tiny sword as he is swinging a large sword, because he's used to, like, a lot of weight... So he manages to kind of like ding you with the first one, but having seen how he fights, you kind of step out of the way of the second one and you see him start to breathe heavily like he's trying to like get a fire going, but uh, looks like he's not able to just yet. All right, Alan, you were just on fire and you can feel the silent spell about to uh, fall again.
4: Fuck. Uh, so Trogdor, can I try to like lift up his like tunic and throw it over his head? Like, she wants a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I want
3: a jersey. Of. Definitely
0: jersey. As a long time hockey fan, yes,
4: yes, okay. you you
1: can attempt that.
4: But like from the front, so it's yep. gonna expose yeah, yeah,
1: uh, we'll- expose the tummy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, roll me a dexterity check, please. God. Ten total. So he's going to try and resist that, but he's a disadvantage because he's bleeding and fighting someone. <laughs> so he he fails, so Yay! you, you managed to beat him. So yeah, you jersey him, <laughs> Bartholomew, on your next attacks. I'm going to give you advantage because he's like dealing with this shredded bloody shirt that's suddenly in his eyes. and Because he only has one arm. Getting that out of his face is going to be a bit of a pain in the ass. And Goblin Jr. is so sick of being
0: called fucking Shiver Me Timbers that he's recharged to help next turn. (laughs) He just hates that name so much. Which brings us to Butthole. Guys, I want to get through this fucking door. I'd already done the running charge. So at this point, it's one of those, like, I, I, I pin a knee against the wall beside the door, and I wrap both hands around the door, and then I'm just pulling it towards me as hard as I can and shoving it in as hard as I can. So I'm just trying to break that the fucking mechanism. special. Yeah, as yep. much as I can.
1: <laughs> I'll give you advantage on that because you're not trying to brute force. You're just, you know, you're... I'm just working, working it. it.
0: You're working it. Yeah, see? We, we, we agreed. Yeah. Qu- Quinny knows what's up. I've missed talking to him so much. This has been a nice break.
1: Thank God I found <laughs> Bartholomew. <laughs> 20 total. That works. So um, <laughs> the door cracks, splinters, and you manage, it'll take your full turn, you manage to rip it off its hinges. I hold the broken door behind me as a shield. <laughs> <laughs> From down the hallway, you hear, hey, where'd that tall bald guy go? Now all I see is a door. And they're like, shut up, Steve. <laughs> Quinny, you're Sam Fisher uh, at that yeah. door. You're going to breach and clear? What are you doing? I want to basically
3: test the door and like turn the knob. Like, is this door locked? The door is unlocked. Door's unlocked. Oh, she sorry. had no reason to lock it. In that case, we're going in, and I've got my scimitar from Pirate Guy, yeah, who is now dead. Do I see Blink?
1: Yeah, she's like, you can see that the whole room's kind of been set up with, uh, there's a lot of runes and inscriptions everywhere, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's almost like a um, tuning fork for magical energy. She's been using it to really focus tons of magical energy on herself to be able to enchant the crew. So she's sitting in kind of her meditative position, speaking the words she needs to summon in the silence. I'm going to hold my sword out, and this is just for a second. I'm like, you stop now or I kill you. Okay, uh, she stops.
3: Okay. Um, uh, he wasn't really prepared for that one. <laughs> I say, um, get out of there, like get out of that attuning circle. So she kind of like stands up and um, edges her way against a wall. She's out of the attuning circle. I want her to just face the wall with her hands flat, and if I hear anything or
1: I see her move an inch, she's dead. You roll me an intimidation check. Twenty-two. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Also, uh, all of you uh, in your various places, you suddenly feel the ship rumble. What was that? (laughs) She kind of smiles over her shoulder. Says, you'll find out soon enough.
3: You're not making it hard to not want to kill you. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot of double negatives. Yeah. Well, the silence spell isn't going anymore, so I can be as stupid as I want with my words. I won't not not stab you if you keep up with that attitude as well. (laughs) She just kind of, like, turns back and continues to face the wall. Okay. I'm going to peek out through the doorway and just see what what's going on.
1: On your floor, you mostly see Corsairs who are sleeping, like, being sh- shaken awake, but mostly people are going down to the lower decks uh, or up onto the upper deck to suppress the, the riot. I want to grab Blink by, like, the back of her robe or
3: whatever and just pull her off the wall, face her in the doorway like pointing her towards the Corsairs and just say, fry
1: him. That'll be the end of your turn, but yeah. we'll leave you there. Top of the round, Bartholomew. <laughs> Chalk just been jerseyed.
3: I
2: say we end this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. So uh, take your two attacks, and uh, you get them at um, advantage, so you get to roll twice.
2: 14 and
1: 24 uh, 14 won't hit, but the 24 will.
2: Okay, I have a thing, Trip. Mm-hmm. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you may expend one swashing point to attempt to knock the target down. If the target is large or smaller, it must make a strength saving throw against your attack roll. On a failed save, the target is knocked prone.
1: Yeah, you can totally do that. So spend your swashing point. Uh, He fails. So uh, roll uh, 1d8, please, and add a d6. And 4. 15? Those are good numbers.
4: Cool.
3: Guys,
1: I think Barty was really tossing that fight (laughs) earlier. Like, secretly, he may think he hates me, but he really likes me. So you hook Trogdor into the foot, you flip him up, and then you you sort of, like, raise your, your sword above uh, your head. He manages to, like, get the shirt out of his face, and he's like, what? No man can defeat Trogdor.
2: And I just look down at him, and I say, I am no man. <laughs> the sea witch lives! And I tear off an imaginary mask. Wait,
1: What? <laughs> And then you stab him through the chest. Yeah, I do. So uh, with the last dying glint of his eyes, he looks up at you in awe because it's something very impressive to be killed by a living legend. And then the light goes out in his eyes and his giant, beefy trogdor arm falls to the side. So it's still your turn. You you can uh, try and grab that key if you want. He's not going to put up much of a fight.
2: Let's Mm. grab that key.
1: Great. Uh, So you've got the key. Uh, What would you like to do with it?
2: Let's get you out of your slave collar.
1: So we're starting with Alan because Alan's yay. right beside you. That cool. Yeah. So uh, you reach out and uh, unclick Alan's collar.
4: I feel like I just suddenly have this like, feeling like I've just grown, like, three <laughs> times in size. It was like, magic! <laughs>
1: uh, you so feel many people are going to die so horribly now. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you feel the ship rumble again. And um, then
4: I make a tiny hut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Alan.
4: Oh, so now it's me. You're um,
1: surrounded by Corsairs murdering slaves.
4: How many Corsairs have we got above deck now? Uh, I'm going to say there below?
1: are eight above deck, although you notice that they're all kind of looking at dead Trogdor and they're looking at uh, Bartholomew slash whoever she really is in kind of like stunned silence.
4: Okay. So I just look at all the Corsairs. I just kind of take a step forward and I say, y'all better jump (laughs) overboard or die.
0: (laughs) This episode is sponsored by Shopify. Shopify. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com/slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs, and it is so One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices if people were outside of the U.S. were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store
5: with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Hi, friends. It's me, Butthole. And I'm here to talk to you about how you can join some kind of Discord thing where you can talk with me and with Queenie and with Alan and with all of the other friends. There are even, like, Prince Mudbutts there and a bunch of other people. All you have to do is apparently become a patron of our ear place for one dollar. If you just do it one time, I mean, you should do more. Everyone's got to chip in at the fortress. But if you just do that one time, then you get to join a patron- only exclusive discord forever plus you get pre-session chats and dm chats at the end of every arc of some show called dumdums and dragons they tell me it's related to me somehow but i'm not really sure so patreon.com slash Dum dice that's d-u-m-b d-u-m-b d-i-c-e and if you pay that dollar to join that discord you get a chance for me to say hello new friend to you
1: <laughs> they roll me an intimidation check?
4: Yeah.
3: Seven total.
1: So uh, I got a 20. Sounds like they choose die. So That's they're fine. like, you and what army, elf?
4: So I'm going to pick the four closest ones and I'm going to cast magic missile uh, using a second level spell slot. So I'm going to cast four and throw one at each of the four closest. Sounds good. So we got five, 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 and three.
1: Tremendous. They start getting like blasted. Um, they haven't seen magic on this ship other than Blink in quite some time. So suddenly you see the uh, the ill-earned confidence of the crew start to drain. They're like, uh-oh. <laughs> ruh <Ruh-ruh>. row! <laughs> I could run away if only it wasn't for this sprained ankle that never healed properly. <laughs> um, so the boat trembles again and starts to move. Which brings us to Quinny. Or should I say Blink? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you feel the ship start to move under you. Blink looks back and says... Nothing you could do to me would be worse than what it will do if I obey you. What?
3: What? Uh, Yeah, I'm feeling like I should probably stab her then. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's just, I feel like I made my terms clear earlier. I would roll for damage here? Like, Are we in combat? Or am no, I, just gonna... I mean,
1: you, you have a, a blade to her back. She's not offering any resistance. And what I want to do probably is do like a non-lethal, like knock her out. Using your mighty uh, halfling strength, you hoist her up mm-hmm. by the uh, the robe and just like smash her head into the ceiling Oof. and uh, she <laughs> collapses. She's <laughs> nice. a squishy mage. She yeah. was, uh, she's not she's not built for this. You've got an unconscious wizard at your feet. You can see Corsairs running around. They haven't really noticed you. Is there any like magical shit that I can grab? Basically, my, my plan here is to
3: scoop up something that looks important And give it to Alan and be like, what does this do? What is happening?
1: You look for the, like, using your sort of thief, what should I steal sense. You're like, that looks the most expensive and illicit. (laughs) So what you do pick up is uh, it's uh, sort of actually looks like a D12 uh oh, it's very okay. ornate it's gold uh and it looks like um, oh, that is so shiny it's almost like a the the sides are all jade and it looks like it can unfold into something okay and you yeah get the sense that she was using it as a focus so it seems like a, a magical doodad that would be worth worth okay. your time yeah i grab that and i'm gonna start
3: heading back up to the the main deck
1: butthole you have access to the armory what would you like to do great so i've got corsairs trying to murder oarsmen who are trying to unshackle themselves behind me what's in this armory it's sort of a, a typical piratey armory. There's lots of swords, there are um, hand axes, there are guns, crossbows. What I'm going to do is just take just the biggest
0: armful of hand axes I can, and I'm just going to slide them along the floor under where all the
1: oarsmen are. So if you're not strapped in, you can fucking hack yourself out. The fight's actually, it's, it's close quarters. The oarsmen are really mad. They're also all super strong because they've been rowing forever. So the Corsairs are having a bit of a hard time of it. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, one of the oarsmen kind of feels something bump his boot. And like, well, he's still like fighting them off with one hand, just comes up with an axe and a big (laughs) smile. And suddenly the Corsairs are like, Oh, my horoscope was right. And then the guy just buries the axe in his face. So you you can see that the, the, the tide of the fight is starting to shift in your favor. But the ship does seem to be moving
0: of its own volition. Listen, I got to pick my battles one at a time. So at the same time, I'm going to pick up... Moonlight Bringer. Moonlight Bringer? Yeah. Oh, it's it's time. <laughs> uh, and Moonlight Bringer, I, I hold it aloft over my head as I charge towards the front lines of this fight. And I summon its radiance. So we're in like a dark room. And then from... You know, like, if, if from from the darkest night, <laughs> daylight shall come. And I knew that daylight was going to be a giant farting man, but yeah. I guess, yeah. And then I, I just yell, surrender or die, motherfuckers! <laughs> uh, and I, I charge forward, and I'm just going to try to fucking brain whoever the fuck I can get to. Roll, in the me,
1: uh, roll me an attack, please.
0: 23 to hit. Yep, that, that will definitely hit. Great. Six damage. I'm assuming radiance won't add anything in this case. Uh,
1: no, but you did run up against a guy who wasn't looking at you and is in the middle of a fight. So you just you just smash his tiny tiny corsary skull, <laughs> and uh, an oarsman behind him's like, "Yeah, thanks, man." <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: like, good work, bud.
1: Uh, and then I just turn because I'm, like, ready to murder everybody who's fucking with these oarsmen down here. So the uh, the tide of combat has obviously shifted uh, in your favor, so I think we can drop out of initiative order. Okay. Um, from above deck, uh, you notice that the ship is leaving Crabclaw Isle, seemingly of its own volition. Bartholomew slash the Secret Sea Witch, I think you're going to yell to everyone, like, if there's a time to jump ship and still be able to swim to shore, it's now.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Those of you, Quinny and Butthole, who are near the armory, do you want to try and grab a bunch of shit and go? Keeping in mind that your gear is all still there. Yeah, I'm getting oh, my yeah, shit out of yeah, there. Yeah, for sure. So, um, Anyone
4: bas- gra- going to grab my staffs?
1: Yeah, of course. I'm the yeah. one who got them free. I got your back. <laughs> God, for <Alan>. right.
0: <clears throat> Sure. Way to
1: think about yourself right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> um uh See, which I'm going to say that you left your gear with your trusty quartermaster when the ship was going down. You don't know what happened to him, but you also wouldn't want to be captured with the notorious pirate gear that you carry. So... Not too worried about the armory. Essentially, as the the, the ship starts to pull away into the night, um, the, the, you know, the, the rescued oarsmen, everyone else, they're like pushing Corsairs off. Even the Corsairs are starting to jump ship. It seems like uh, morale is really dropping uh, rather quickly. You uh, collectively leap off the side with uh, stuff in hand. Is there anything else you want to do on the ship before it leaves? Does Trogdor have any big trophies or anything? His great sword was pretty impressive. Oh. I want to take his head and his great
0: sword. So I want to chop the head off the body. I want to chuck it in a bag, and that's going to shore with us.
1: Ryan, can you roll me a strength check to cut off Trogdor's head? <laughs> um, that's a natural one. Bartholomew, would you like to try and cut off Trogdor's head?
2: Oh, just, would I? Just
1: take turns. <laughs> so uh, roll, uh, roll a d20 and add your dexterity, please.
2: 19.
1: Basically, Butthole runs up and is like, and just like swings down. Um, but uh, you know, Dragonborn's being <laughs> scaly and tough. It kind of like thwacks meatily against his uh, his neck. But uh, you kind of come in and you know you, you've carved up some Dragonborn in your day. So with a <laughs> deft flick of your scimitar, you pop the head off. And I think flick it up to Butthole. Yeah, and I catch it. And then I look at
0: Bethany and I'm like, I'm I'm not a sword guy, <laughs> so I just. Look at Bartholomew as I'm holding the head and I just sort of like hold out the bastard sword and I'm like, trade
2: Sure.
1: Okay, <laughs> so I give Bartholomew that sword and I'm so happy we're buds. <laughs> so uh, with your, your loot in hand, you all sort of run to the edge of the ship and jump off. Now you see the uh, the ship kind of like sailing off into the night.
0: I give it the finger. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and you find yourselves on the shore of Crabclaw Isle with the lights of town glowing in the distance. So you uh, drag yourselves up onto the shore of uh, Crabclaw Isle You can see uh, the death wind sort of retreating off into the distance. You're in a a fairly secluded uh, sort of small beachfront. There's a a number of pathways that lead up. But before we we get to all of that, uh, perhaps you should actually meet your compatriot, a sea witch. Why don't you tell us about yourself?
2: So I'm a pirate. I had to disguise myself as a male tiefling while I was a captive. So my real name is Bella Roberts. Hey, Bella. Hey. Nice to
4: meet you. I'm
2: Alan. Hey, Alan.
3: (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to call you
0: (laughs) Belly. (laughs)
2: Please don't.
0: You saw what she did to Trogdor, right? Listen, she and I are best friends. We're yeah. best friends before. I'm learning more about my friend now. It explains all the quiet. I just don't think you should name her after a DMX movie. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, never mind then. So you're a pirate.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm a pirate queen. Ooh, I had a shit. I had a ship.
0: We do have a history of helping royalty.
2: My ship was called The Sea Witch.
0: Nice, that checks out.
2: And I was captured and enslaved. And now I need to get my ship back.
1: Who has your ship? Do you know? In order to escape the wrath of Khazrad and the rest of the crew, Bella managed to disguise herself and also instruct her uh, trusted quartermaster, uh, Sully Greenbeard, with her gear to basically uh, survive the the crash but also not be found out. So she's not sure what's happened to her ship uh, nor to uh, the members of her crew But the Sea Witch was once the most feared of all pirate ships, and um, with your help, perhaps it can be again. Hmm. We heard some rumors on the uh, smuggler ship about you. Are the rumors
3: true? I think the rumors were she was dead, so... No, no, but the rumors were they were glad she was dead because she was like the most terrible Ooh. pirate to sail like the seas. Yeah, are you are you a big fucking
0: deal out there?
2: I don't want to brag, but
0: oh, <laughs> she's humble. Yeah,
3: she's a big fucking deal.
0: <laughs> Anybody who answers that question with humility is yeah, any pirate pipable. who
1: answers with humility. <laughs> That's why they called her the Sea Witch, the humble pirate. Bella, you've been to Crabclaw Isle before, but it was uh, quite some time ago. Now, obviously, nine months is actually a tremendously long time in in pirate years, and a lot can happen in that time. So you're not certain what's happened to the Sea Witch. You don't know what's happened to your uh, most important crew members. However, you do know the island a little bit, so you're able to kind of give your new friends the lay of the land. If we look around, did any of the other Corsairs or Slaves... Get to the beach. You can see slaves kind of like climbing up on the beach around, and they all kind of seem to be standing at a respectful distance, but you get the sense that they really respect Butthole for helping them get free, but also the Sea Witch is is a legend on the seven seas. So you get the sense you might have yourselves a crew if only you had a ship. So
0: I'm just going to like wave them over, and I'm like, guys... Distance is awkward. We're all in this together. <laughs> Come over here. So
1: the crew kind of creeps in, and they're all like, kind of whispering, like, oh, my God, it's true. She's alive. Oh, man.
0: I think we can all agree, Captain. And I point over at Bella. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Sure.
4: Yeah, totally.
0: All right, Captain Sea Witch. Great. We need a first mate. Who, who you got, Bella? You got a whole bunch of options. You got the three of us. You got random, nameless, arousalisman. <laughs> Slutty Dave. You got Stinky Pete. <laughs> got old Tom. Slutty.
3: It wasn't a lot of comfort to be had on that ship, but oh. Slutty Dave took the burden upon himself. Oh He's got goodness. the biggest heart on his entire yeah. ship. So Kiss dark. everyone on
0: the forehead and tuck them in. Yeah. Alan, I know you didn't spend a lot of time down with the oarsman, but Slutty Dave is probably the
1: nicest hero thing I've <laughs> ever dealt with.
0: It's
2: true.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No judgment.
1: So basically, the roles that you can fill out on the ship, there's captain slash first mate, pilot, cannoneers spellcasters. Does anybody want to volunteer for any specialty jobs?
2: I'd like to be a spellcaster. I don't know if you're suited for it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, yeah. Okay, cool. like, do I need to demonstrate something?
3: Quinny, what are you you feeling? I'm good with whatever. Captain, put me to work. I'm fine.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Something that you know that nobody else does. And I look at the other orbs when I raise my hand, like <laughs> I'm guilty, but I'm like sort of a cleric, do a lot of healing, also love murder. So, I mean, first
5: mate, it'd
0: be great. I could run around, I could heal things. I'd be pretty busy, but you know what? I'm sure we could still make story time. Also, with my this is metagaming right here. I'm so just like my newly
3: <laughs> acquired navigation bonus. Uh, I might make a, a good pilot.
2: Right. All right. Butthole. You're my first mate. Yes!
0: <laughs> and then I raise Moonlight Bringer in the air and it glows. And I look down at Gobble Jr., who's like really wet. And he's like, snarf, snarf. And I'm like, oh, sorry. And then I just like hold Moonlight Bringer over him so the light starts to dry off his coat.
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, back in Neverwinter, Paladin von Strauss is walking down the street and just has a sudden chill. And he's like, oh, someone made a bad decision somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right. With all that in mind, you've got your sort of pseudo crew. Um, I think it's safe to say that you'd kind of tell them to like, Go find somewhere safe to hunker down. Don't necessarily go into town because there might be Corsairs still around. You don't know um, what's happened to the rest of the crew from the ship. But, you know, you have your roles. You have the, the idea of that. But you are still missing a ship, right. which yeah. sucks. Winnie so, has
3: an idea. A whole bunch of pirates came to this island to parlay and talk to each other.
0: Hmm. There's a whole lot of ships that I would love, 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 love to just steal. <laughs> uh, while having this conversation, I'm strapping my plate mail on just to get that out of the way and like hand to people their gear. Captain, I mean, you're the one driving this ship like in the name of Moonhammer, let's bow down to the craziest, most humble pirate captain in the history
1: of the Sunless Seas uh, and find out what's up. This plan sounds certainly feasible and doable. The Sea Witch wasn't the first Sea Witch. There were a few Sea Witches that you took, renamed, found a better one, took, renamed, found a better one. So, you know, that, that's within your MO. You also know that on the Crabclaw Isle, there is Crazy Alvec's used ship yard. So uh, if you want to go the legitimate route, uh, you go talk to old Crazy Alvec. You're able to tell everyone uh, what the major sites on the island are. Basically, the Crab Claw Island looks like a crab claw. It's been sort of cut off and dropped in the ocean. On the southwest tip, there is a defensive tower for defending um, the west port, which is kind of a natural port with like a a sandy beach that um, you could moor at. Uh, There's similarly on the northeast side, uh, there's the north tower, which is another defensive cannonade tower as well as a lighthouse. In terms of the island itself, uh, there is a a small town there where, where pirates come to hang out. The major sites that you know there, there's the town square where meetings are generally held between captains. There's the Refined Gentleman, which is a pub that is anything but. Mm. There's the Grog Barrel, which is uh, sh- built to look like a giant flipped-over barrel. Um, there's Crazy Alvex on the north side of the island. There's Scrollingtons, which is a chain of bookstores and scroll shops. There's quote quote borrowed stuff, uh, which you know is a, is the, the best fence on the island. As well, there's Dead Man's Drop, which is an old jail, which is on the, uh, the southwest tip. Uh, as well as the Temple of the Forgotten God, which is an Aztec-style temple that's kind of one of the only oddities on the island. The major ports are to the west and to the east. The easternmost port is through a mouth. It's kind of where the uh, edge of the claw would be. Mm -hmm. So it's the most easily defensible, as well as sort of the safest port, because you're kind of inland a bit. Uh, Westport is open to the elements, but can also take bigger ships. So most people are moored at Westport right now. And we were at Westport
0: when we got off ship.
1: Here's the question,
0: Captain. I know we're, we're lacking information here, so we're just asking for a snap judgment. Steal a boat? Get a boat legit. What's the best move?
2: I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think a lot of us have money. That's a great Substantial <laughs> amount of money with which to buy a boat.
0: Yeah, I got to so, say, uh, I fall in that camp.
2: I think we got to steal one, you guys. Is Please there a
0: particular... light up. Do, do, do you know any captains where you're like, that guy's a dickhead and I want his boat?
2: Oh, like all of them.
0: <laughs> nice. Perfect. I don't know a lot of pirate rules. If you kill a captain, does that make you the captain? Is it an I am the captain now kind of moment? Yes. So we need to assassinate a captain. <laughs> They're all at this council. Why can't we just take a boat while they're at the council? I agree. I'm I'm a first mate. I'm not the decision guy.
2: (laughs) I say we steal a boat. I don't know if anyone needs to get hurt, killed. You
0: are a shocking pirate. I just, I love where we're headed. We need to steal a boat with no injuries. Okay. I'll heal anybody we kill.
1: Nailed it. We can kill like three guys. So um, it didn't occur to me that you might try and steal someone else's boat. (laughs) So I'm going to need five minutes. (laughs) We're going to speed that up for the listeners. So that'll be now. Moored off the west end of the island. There's six boats. One of them looks like shit, so I don't really want to deal with that one. Bella, the one that you think is probably the best belongs to a sort of comical pirate captain. Like, you know, there's always that one sort of bumbling captain who, for some reason, has managed to keep command, but uh, generally doesn't. So his name is uh, Captain Bumbershoot. He is one of those sort of foppish captains who inherited wealth rather than earned it and used it to buy a tremendously expensive boat that he really doesn't know what to do with. So, I mean, there might be someone who does know what to do with such a boat. So, really, you're just doing the right thing. It's, yeah. it's, it's the morally sound decision to uh, to take away his ship. Perhaps most offensive to you of all is that he named it the Poo Hound. Um, <laughs> Guys, I think we got to stick with this name. Goblin (laughs) Jr. looks at me and goes, Snarf, Snarf. The ship is good. It's fast. You know, it's got good guns, and it will uh, suit your needs quite well. Unfortunately, it will be slightly better guarded because he is wealthy, so he's got people on hand, but he doesn't work with proper pirates. He works with hired hands more than anything else. So you're confident that with a skeleton team, you could probably take this ship. So it's moored far enough off the coast that you couldn't swim to it comfortably. You'd probably have to take boats, it stands a bit further away from the rest of the ships because he's constantly worried about getting pirated by his fellow pirates. Smart on you. Yep, yep. He's not completely incompetent. Mm-hmm. With a small team, you could likely seize control of the ship and then you'd be able to either kill or boot off the other crew, bring your crew on board, but trying to bring all of your crew on board right now would be next to impossible. Yeah. Okay,
0: so we'll send our crew... To the safest spot for them to, like, sit but get to a boat if we drive it there.
3: Yeah, like a rendezvous,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you guys go to, like, night parking, uh, and we send them off to the the woodsiest parking spot <laughs> Yeah, that's not in the port. Remember, we're in the itchy lot. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs>
5: and now then we, remember,
0: this is a sneaking mission. <laughs> okay. our, our GO team is us. We need boats to get to the boat.
3: I don't know why, but you're sounding, like, really Canadian when you say boat. Yeah, well. We need boats to get to the boat. <laughs> That's all I hear. I'm sorry. It's, I, I, What's I Canadian, Quinny? Huh? <laughs> huh?
1: The beach of Westport is covered with uh, small boats, dinghies, that sort of thing. And you can tell that they are what have been shuttling people back and forth. Now, some of those are off ships that are moored. Some of them are th- things more like uh, the equivalent of water taxis. This is actually a very lucrative time for anyone who lives on the island because during one of these parlays, there's lots of people on shore leave. There's drunk sailors trying to get back on boats. There's sober sailors trying to get to the drinks. So... There's a few people who you can hire. There are also a number of boats. Usually they're guarded. You know, People don't tend to just leave their stuff laying around, but uh, there's definitely a lot of boats that way.
0: I think I got a, an idea. We did this back in the Greywater Syndicate. If we can find a dinghy somewhere, knock out the owner, doesn't matter. Mm. Take them out of the equation so we got one. I don't know if you can do this with the magic. We used to do this with carts. You go in, you cover up the inside of the boat, you leave some stuff out front that looks like treasure... And then we just float it towards the ship. They're mercenaries. It looks like a boat full of stuff that just got unmoored. They send a party out. Punch, punch, punch. Climb boat. It's our boat now. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Maybe Alan could push it with one of your magical hands. Uh,
2: I don't think Mage Hand can do that.
0: Well, that sounds like a limiting assumption. <laughs> Captain, it's just an idea. If you get something else, let's go with yours.
2: I'll listen to my first mate on this one.
0: And I, I so blush. <laughs> <laughs> I blush. My best friend believes in me. <laughs> So I'm gonna reach out and cast Cure Wounds at level one. I rest a hand on your shoulder and I just say thanks, you know, thanks. Uh, and I cure you for 14 points of damage. Hmm. So all, all the cuts, all the <laughs> thanks, all the cuts and punches I gave you <laughs> heal over, and then some of the extra.
1: I also love how withholding uh, Captain Roberts
0: is with praise. It makes me want to earn more positive feedback. <laughs> it's like a British parent. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs>
1: In order for this plan to work, your first step is going to be stealing a dinghy in order to. You want to sort of fill it with riches. We just we
0: just need like a we need a tarp to cover us, and then enough just to show like out in the front of the tarp. There's just some stuff that's worth stealing. So we 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 really only need like five or six things tops, and it could be anything of value.
3: I've got this, and I hold out the d20 looking
1: gold and jade cube. Alan, can you roll me a wisdom save, please?
4: Six total.
1: So, Quinny holds something out of his pack. As you see it, your sort of vision dilates. Um, The world seems to get foggy around you. Your pulse starts racing. Colors are more vivid. And uh, you feel both... More attuned to your magic, and you kind of feel for the first time how deep magic goes in the universe. So suddenly, it's it's not just like oh cool, it's this thing I can just kind of pull out of the air. It's like oh shit, there's this whole undercurrent of power in the world, and uh, the uh, item kind of like lifts out of your hand, Quinny. Oh, and it flies over and sort of hits Alan in the chest and knocks her to the ground. <laughs> but it's pulsing. <coughs> I didn't do that. Center, pulsing with it. I didn't do that, Quinny. No, like, I swear <laughs> to God, I didn't do that.
4: <laughs> So I'm just, like, lying on my back on the ground.
1: Like Seeing, like, your, your vision's slowly coming back to okay. you, but you, the item feels heavy, but also comfortable. Alan, you okay?
4: I, I just kind of sit up and, and examine can, it.
1: Can you roll me an arcana check, please? Yeah. Natural one. <laughs> you- <laughs> Put your hand out onto it, and you kind of click the top. You can feel that there's a mechanism to it, and suddenly you feel energy just sort of course up into you. You can kind of see through space and time for a moment.
2: Oh, what it's fuck?
1: truly horrific. It's unlike anything you've ever experienced. And uh, in the the shadows, you can kind of see someone look back, mm-hmm. and then the uh, item explodes, and it's going to cause you. No! Ten points of magical damage. Fuck. Okay, I didn't do that, Queenie. I didn't do it. I did not throw a grenade at Alan. Alan, (laughs) you you now have. So
4: it's like gone, like it's exploded.
1: Yeah, it's it's shattered. You now find also that uh, sort of coming up your neck, just onto the sort of the side of your face. You've got a uh, light blue. It almost looks like veins, but it's basically like uh, electrical scarring. Well,
4: uh, all right. Uh, Surprising. (laughs) Anyone else? I don't see anything weird.
3: I watched this thing fly out of my hand and explode. Yeah, yeah. I watched Quinny be a
0: real dick. <laughs> I didn't do it! This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at Leplant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra, and Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at DelBorovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skip through the orchestra pit part one by Peter Gresser and our ad music is No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R all available at freemusicarchive.org When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com dumdumdice But most importantly we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com dumdumdice That's D-U-M-B D-U-M-B D-I-C-E And tune in next week
5: for more dum dumb doms and
0: dragons.
2: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
0: Graham Shapiro is a decent man.
2: Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller Give Me Away returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that
0: prison right now.
4: So scream me. Just know up front I'm going to have input.
0: What happened? Are you all right? Tell us everything. Seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again? Anything is possible. Give
2: Me Away Season 2, starting April 11th.